you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get this week rolling with episode 82. So that would be season three, episode two. Yikes. So I don't care about it. I didn't even look up at number 82. I don't know anything about 82. So let's get past that one. Our movie slash TV review this week is going to be again with Yellowstone. with Beth Dutton, the strongest, meanest, nastiest person on TV um, on Yellowstone. And uh, she's... Uh, sitting there having coffee with her daddy as she calls kevin costa her daddy so here's a clip of it never mind <laughs> you want some more coffee god damn it oh, i'm not the one sitting on the porch thinking about things that i can't tell my kids let's see we're doing this the day after christy mcphee died from fleetwood mac very very sad so it just it was a shock, even though I think it said she was 79 years old. But a big, big, big part of Fleetwood Mac will be missed. The very first song I ever heard from Fleetwood Mac was a Christy McVie song. Their first one they issued off their album uh, called Over My Head. I actually remember the first time I heard that song, we were driving around, just graduated, and Three other guys from the high school, we're, we would drive around at night, you know, because uh, one of them had a, uh, what is it, a CB that the truckers use? You know, that used to be big at that time with like uh, the song, Con, you know, in the car, and it was me, Jerry Boom Boom Bonkowski, who I'd mentioned earlier. Uh, he was the one that I went to uh, the Elvis funeral with. And then there was Glenn Waddell and there was Scott Zaper who was uh, I drove to California with the one year. And he was, we were, uh, first time I ever seen Rocky was in Hollywood with him when we got to uh, Hollywood and he had nothing to do. We went to see Rocky. So it's us four driving around in a car, you know, got the radio on. And that's the first time I heard a Fleetwood Mac song was over my head. I could just picture us in the car. It was kind of like Wayne's World, you know, where they're singing at Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, or whatever, only... We were like the Geek Squad, the original Geek Squad. We were four people trying to sing over my head together, which was really weird, strange, but it was fun. And I do remember that song, Over My Head. It's a, such a great song. And Fleetwood Mac, the main main part, she was, to me, current Stevie Nicks, the main part of Fleetwood Mac. It's just very sad. Just a very, very sad day. <laughs> Be honest with you, this Christine McVie thing, she wasn't my favorite 
But it's just very sad that she passed away because now they talk about a Fleetwood Mac reunion. It's not a reunion because she had, kind of like Stevie Nicks, she had that voice where you can't substitute that voice. There's no way you can't. We'll see if they do some sort of reunion thing. I know the Eagles did it with Glenn Fry's kid. You know, his son played guitar. And he's very good, but the Eagles just, to me, aren't the same without Glenn Fry. So Fleetwood Mac without Christy McVie, a lot of her songs are really, really good. Very catchy tunes. I think they overplayed Don't Stop too much, which was a great song. Put it in the Stairway to Heaven category, where I can only listen to it once every three years. And then it's really good. But my favorite Fleetwood Mac song is Go Your Own Way, which is Lindsey Buckingham. And that is the best produced song to me ever. And I would always tell Pam that. And then she'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one day we're driving and a DJ actually said, after he played it, he goes, that has got to be the best produced song ever. So if you listen to it, which we'll play a short clip right now of it. Uh, It's great. Uh, Mick Fleetwood on the drums is just really good. Lindsey Buckingham on the guitar, my favorite uh, Fleetwood Mac song. One final note, we went to see Stevie Nicks at Ravinia. I think I mentioned this in an early podcast when she was 70, which was a couple of years ago. And she did not sing Dreams. That's Fleetwood Mac's only number one song. And Stevie Nicks did not sing Dreams. Kind of like when I went to see Paul Simon and 10 minutes in, he said, I won't be singing Kodachrome, which is my favorite Paul Simon song. Stevie Nicks. And then I'm watching her at Red Rock, whatever, in Colorado. And the first song she sings in that concert is Dreams. So, yeah, it was just, we went to, then we went to see a Beatles imitation group. And the only song they don't sing is Love You Inside and Out, which was a number one hit, which is my favorite BG song. And they didn't sing that one either. So, Really strange. And uh, yesterday was the passing away, I think, of Chaswick Bozeman, the uh, actor from uh, Black Panther. Or is it, yeah, Black Panther? I've never seen the movie, but I've seen him in 21 Bridges. All right, Black Panther, yeah, Wakanda. So, yes, it was his passing to the anniversary, I think, one or two years. Just very, very sad. But yesterday, November 30th, because we're taping this on uh, December 1st, 1968, was uh, Hey Jude. If you listen to one of my very first episodes, when I hear Love Child, I always think of Stella. That It knocked Hey Jude off, which I think was number one for like seven or eight weeks. So Love Child by the Supremes knocked that one off of uh, the number one spot. Great song. And let's not forget, here's another Charlie McLean song. Let's see. 
this Sunday, well, today when you're listening to this, we're going to uh, take my grandson to the Walnut Room down at uh, Marshall Field slash Macy's because we're taking him to see uh, The Lion King over at the uh, Cadillac Theater. So we're going to go to the Walnut Room, which, again, my mom worked at the Walnut Room. And in the 60s, we would go there and she'd give us the hot chocolate, put us in the corner, you know. Mom did put baby in the corner. That was me. Would go there, so we're going to take the grandson there and have him see that big Christmas tree in the walnut room and try and get a seat for uh, lunch or before, whatever it's called, maybe brunch before uh, we go see the Lion King. So that'll be exciting for him and exciting for me. We're really looking forward to uh, going in there, and then maybe we can go up to the seventh floor and show him, uh, well, the walnut room is on the seventh floor, and then uh, look at the where they have the Frango Mints, see if they have stuff that they sell, uh, Marshall Fields stuff that we can buy, like I used to going down to Marshall Fields. And then maybe, just maybe if we have time, we can look at the windows. I didn't see anything with the windows and uh, anything on the news. Or Producer, have you seen anything on the news with the windows at Macy slash Marshall Fields? I haven't seen anything on there. So I don't even know if they, they did them or not. So we'll see. I mean, lately they've been really bad. They used to be really good. So hopefully they'll be back to being really good. And then one thing we'll miss going to, which uh, we won't have enough time, is the uh, Kindle Mart over in Daily Plaza, which was always good with the warm wine and the boot. We'll miss that. And then this month is Syrah month. I see from Linford Winery, my favorite wine is Syrah. And we, when we were in France, we went to the town where uh, the region where they uh, invented, created, whatever you want to call it, Syrah wine. This month is Syrah month over at Linford Winery anyway. That's the best wine. I have my daughter get a couple of bottles every once in a while. And I might share it with Pam, maybe. It's too good to share. So I might give her... You know, a little taste of it once in a while, but it's really good wine. That's it for now. And next week, we have a very special guest. And the producer's husband, Ed, will be joining us. And we're going to start discussing Christmas songs, which will be a two-parter, actually. And we're going to go with his list of 12 Christmas songs and my list of 12 Christmas songs, which mainly make up of the Osmond Christmas album from 1991, producer, 91? Re-release, yeah. yeah. So the re-release where they cut it down, I think 12 songs. And to me, again, the best Christmas album ever. With uh, second is The Carpenters, Karen Carpenter. I had some messages on Instagram for people putting on some Karen Carpenter singing some great Christmas songs. Ed and I are going toe-to-toe with our uh, favorite Christmas songs. It's going to be really good. You know, so hopefully he's been studying up because I I don't want him make it sound like I'm bullying him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ed will take you on. I just found out something to note of the Walnut Room and Macy's windows and everything. Mm -hmm. This year is going to be the first year in 125 years or actually fixed the fountain and it's going to flowing in the Walnut Room. Really? Mm -hmm. 125 years. It hasn't worked. No kidding. Supposedly these windows are supposed to be spectacular this year. Really? According to uh, ABC Chicago 7 or whatever it is. Do they describe what the windows are? No. That's weird. Well, we'll find out Sunday. Today is Gilbert O'Sullivan's birthday. Now, on March 11th this year, Pam and I did a bucket list for me 
was to go see him at the city winery. Absolutely great. We had waited three years because of the pandemic for him. I just kept rolling the tickets over each year. And on Instagram today, instead of putting alone again naturally, which I taped from uh, that night, I put Claire, okay, which is a great song. And you know what? You know what I really, I like saying the name Claire because in the movie, The Breakfast Club, when Molly Ringwald tells Judd Nelson her name is Claire, and he says, Claire, which you're going to hear in a second, you know, Claire. <laughs> then we're watching Amazing Race, and there's somebody on there named Claire. Ever since Judd Nelson said that to Molly Ringwald, Claire, and then it just sounded so strange. What's yours? Claire. Claire? Claire. It's a family name. Um, Gilbert O'Sullivan at the City Winery. He was great. It was a bucket list for me. He hadn't toured in... 46 years. It was absolutely great. A great, great evening. A nice evening. I'm saying great too much. A very nice evening with Pam and I. It was fun. All right. That's it. Join us next week when we uh, talk Christmas songs. So, in fact, here's one right now. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five, T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B S five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S, the number five, S O N at gmail.com to my mom again who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile if you put those two together you're going to have a good day thanks again for joining us with coffee break with mary b's fifth son join us next week thanks for joining us i'm your host jeff balser the intro was by yvonne two elements thank you uh production by downtown media works join us every sunday morning for coffee break with mary b's fifth son and you can like and subscribe us on apple podcast and you can also find our website on buzzsprout I'm